The Uriguaze podcast channel is brought to you by First Nations Fiber. Welcome to the Yerdiwaze Front Page Podcast. In today's episode, we talk to Gunawage Sustainable Energies President Bud Morris and Dewadunizak, the Board of Directors Chairperson Greg Horn about the Dayculture Wind Farm Project in St. Remy and St. Michelle. Have you ever been gaming or working online classes and your internet service constantly gets interrupted? First Nations Fiber is about to ensure that just won't happen again. Get ready for high speed at a new level. Click on fnfiber.com and sign up today. First Nations Fiber, empowering people through connectivity. Hey everyone, my name is Jordan Standup. I'm the assistant editor here at Yerdiwaze and today I have two special guests with me in the studio. First of all, I have Gunawage Sustainable Energies President, Mr. Bud Morris. I also have Dewa Dunizak, the chairperson of the board of directors, Mr. Greg Horn. I invited these gentlemen into the studio today so that we could talk about the Day Culture Wind Farm Project. So welcome today, gentlemen. Uh, glad to be here. Good morning, Hello. everyone. So in June, we attended, uh, the three of us actually, because I saw you guys there for sure, we attended the to celebrate the dedication of the uh, the wind farm and that uh, these wind farms are located in St. Remy and St. Michelle. So there was a nice a nice gathering just in, in June. Bud, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because there was a lot of uh, dignitaries involved in that particular gathering. Yes, it was an important project for both Gunawage and for our partner Kruger Energy. Uh, it's one of the, first of all, it was the only Aboriginal project selected in the initial call for tenders back in 2010 and uh, the only contract that was signed in 2011. So it, it's important that uh, we're able to bring some recognition to that process that, you know, we were very diligent and uh, worked hard to make sure that this project got off the ground and, and uh, got built. So that reflects the uh, the ceremony that we had. Uh, Kruger, of course, a very important partner, and uh, they wanted to showcase the hard work that we did together and uh, bring together the, the local officials from the municipalities as well as uh, government uh, representatives. So, and I think it turned out uh, quite well. Everybody seems to be very uh, positive about this project. So just to take it back a little bit, uh, this project includes uh, six turbine, wind turbines, a $70 million project. But can you tell us how Gunawage even got involved in this project to begin with? Mm -hmm. It's a long story. But to shorten it, back in the early 2000s, we were looking for revenue generation opportunities and at the same time being cognizant of our responsibilities to Mother the Earth. And that's actually reflected in our in our constitution at the time that we needed to uh, be sensitive to those kind of important worldwide issues. So it ended up, uh, we narrowed the, the field down to a couple of projects. Uh, one was in health uh, and the other one was in energy and we decided wind energy would be the, uh, the optimal project for us at that time. And so we began uh, studying the wind energy potential in Gunwage. And we concluded that at that given time, uh, which was around now 2005, that the wind energy was insufficient for the technology that was then available to build the project in Gunawage. And so we, we looked around for uh, other sites and eventually uh, after uh, much ado, uh, we landed in St. Cyprien de Naperville where uh, I would say things were uh, not as welcoming as we had hoped. 
And eventually we decided that that project uh, wouldn't be able to move forward there because of lack of social acceptability. And we ended up in the partnership with Kruger Energy and St. Remy and St. Michel where we were welcomed. And so it, it was a long journey, but I think it's the hard work has paid off. Right. And the, uh, the mayors of uh, both St. Michel and St. Remy attended the, the gathering. And uh, as you were just mentioning, Bud, they were receptive to the project and they seemed very excited to be involved. Absolutely. And I think it's also built uh, uh, another bridge between our communities. Uh, although we, we had uh, re- some sort of relationship with the surrounding areas, this one certainly uh, brought it home that, you know, we have friends out there, that people who uh, actually like the Mohawks of Kahnawake, and that was a, a novel experience. And uh, happy to say that uh, we have new friends in uh, St. Remy and, and St. Michel. So for a project of, uh, of this magnitude, I'm sure one of the questions that everybody wants to know is what kind of uh, benefits are going to be, are we going to be seeing here in Ganawage? Well, directly to Ganawage is the uh, dividends that the project will pay over the lifetime of the contract, which is a 20-year contract. Uh, the initial revenue stream, we're estimating at approximately a million dollars per year for Ganawage. And... Uh, that should increase due to efficiencies that are gained and implemented with the knowledge of the ex- precise siting and the wind energy potential and where the turbines are. So there, there's a, adjustments that are made that can increase the efficiencies of the production. And uh, as well, there's a, a cost of living uh, or consumer price indexing of the, uh, of the cost of electricity, and that's an automatic formula that gets applied to, to the cost of energy. And that will uh, presumably increase uh, over over time as we're now seeing with inflation. And Greg, uh, I'm curious to know um, what Dewa Dunizakta's involvement is in this project. Well, uh, you know, from the board's perspective, this was a project that was brought to our table before my time on the board. But it was something that once we once I got on the board, we were looking at, at the potential for this, uh, you know, and being the only Indigenous project that was approved by Hydro-Quebec and moving forward and, and, and seeing the potential for it. It was something that we, we said, you know, we need to to, to get involved with. And Gunawag Sustainable Energies is a portion of Dewadunizakta, the way it's structured. And board members from Dewadunizakta are also on the, the KC board. And, and so this is something that I think we've we've wanted to, to see come to fruition. And, you know, I mean, it, it took a long time, a lot longer than, than expected, but now that it's, it's, it's in operation and getting to see all the hard work that Bud and Stefan Poirier and, and Marissa and everybody else that, that was a part of this put in and it's now now live it's very satisfying so these turbines have been in operation since the beginning of the year if i understand correctly but could you share some of the uh the specifications for these uh turbines bud yeah their uh, nameplate capacity is four megawatts per turbine they're e138 uh manufactured by Enercon. it is a uh, approximate hump height i think of 128 meters some of the larger or largest land-based uh, turbines in Canada and very uh, efficient. They have uh, gearless uh, transmissions, state-of-the-art uh, turbines. We're very happy to, to have Enercon as our supplier and we're, we're confident that the uh, turbines will uh, produce as, as uh, predicted. Is there a life expectancy for these turbines? The minimum uh, engineered life is 25 years. So that's five years in excess of the contract period. 
we we do think that the turbines can probably be extended beyond that period. And the hope is that at the end of the contract period, uh, we will be able to negotiate another supply contract with Hydro-Quebec at the rates that are uh, then mark, market rates that, that will be in effect then. And as we were mentioning earlier, the uh, the celebration that we attended in June, uh, Bud, during that gathering, you were talking about the importance that Kruger placed on having Gunawage involved in this project and the development of relationships. So could you talk a little bit more about that? I think we're, you know, what we're seeing is corporations, governments, and, and just uh, people trying to figure out what reconciliation with Aboriginal people, with Indigenous peoples means. And I guess it means something different for, for everybody, but for the business community, uh, and in our particular case, Kruger Energy, uh, I think recognized this as, as an opportunity to, to partner with an Indigenous community, which they normally do not go in that direction. They usually like so sole proprietorships, although they do have other partnerships. And this one certainly uh, kind of lit up all the, the right lights, uh, so to speak. A good project, had a good pricing on, on the power. Kruger had the locations uh, in St. Remy and St. Michel uh, with proven uh, wind energy from their existing wind farm, the Montaregie. And so we had good, reliable data that we could draw from in terms of the wind energy potential. The anemometers that have been up for uh, many years, as well as the actual turbines uh, that Kruger installed back in the first part of, uh, of 2012 or 13, I think, or somewhere on there. So I think for Kruger, uh, this made a lot of sense. Uh, you know, how do we move forward as a society with uh, competing interests and overlapping claims and all these myriad of, of uh, indigenous issues? I think this is one example of how we can move forward. So the development of all these uh, relationships with, you know, outside governments, communities, different organizations and businesses, how, how beneficial would that be for uh, Dewaduni Zakta as well, Greg? It marks a stepping stone in the right direction in, in being able to uh, work together on various projects. And if we use this as, a, as an example of, of projects that can work, I think that, you know, the, the future could be very bright in, in various, you know, sectors and uh, various projects that would that would benefit not just not just Dewudunizakta but the community as a whole, uh, and I think that's what some of the things that as Dewudunizakta we, we we look at is is how can we best benefit the community and the people that that we serve and, and our our clientele. Right, and it's been a long road to this point. This is by no means an overnight success story. It's been years and years in in the making. So. Is there potential for this to to expand or be involved in other types of projects like this? Uh, I would hope so. Energy uh, demand is uh, going to continue to rise. Uh, it will be directly proportional to our number of people that we have. And we're at 8 billion more people, I think, now on the planet, or pretty close to it. And certainly, uh, we don't see any significant reductions in, in electricity uh, in the coming decades. So. Renewable energy for, for us, I think, is, is a good place to be. We have the natural resources. We have the wind. Uh, we have other renewable sources as well. And I think uh, it's a good example of how uh, indigenous communities and, and private uh, businesses as well as government can work together to benefit not only the companies but also the planet. And as our model says, our, our theme is 
balancing the needs of the people with the needs of the planet. And this is one good example. And something that we touched on earlier is that the uh, the neighboring communities of St. Remy and St. Michelle are very happy with how the project has turned out so far. Yeah, uh, I would say. And they've had the, the previous experience, uh, as I said, of working with uh, Kruger Energy on the Montalegie project. So Kruger Energy has demonstrated to them that they are reliable, they're honest, they're forthcoming, they're responsive. So it, when you're looking for a community partner, if you're a host municipality, then certainly you want a company like Kruger who can demonstrate that they, they are uh, faithful to, to what they say. As I mentioned, this is a huge, huge project with a $70 million price tag. And with that being said, I was just wondering if either of you had anything else that you guys would like to note specifically about this particular project. I'd just like to acknowledge all the people that, that worked on it, uh, certainly uh, and uh, not limited to uh, the board of directors, uh, the various uh, faces that, that supported this project right from right from the beginning until it's, uh, till today. So, and that includes uh, Greg. Uh, he was uh, supportive of the project as well, of course. And uh, uh, there's a whole host of others. But there's been a lot of people who have touched this project over over time. And uh, they've all contributed in, in their own way to, to its success. You know, just to echo what Bud, Bud had to say is, is that without everybody who's been involved throughout the years to support this project, it wouldn't happen. And that's testament to, to the hard work and, and, and the team that, that Bud had put together and, and keeping the board informed about what's going on. And it was just really a big team effort and everybody, uh, you know, was responsible for the success. Well, this is some very, very exciting news, and I'd like to thank both of you guys for coming in today and uh, sharing some information with me. Uh, Pleased to be here. Yeah, well. Thanks for listening to the Yerdiwaze Front Page Podcast. Be sure to check out our other podcasts like Meatheads and The Beating Table on Google and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. views and opinions of the guests expressed in this podcast do not reflect those of your DWSA and its employees.